Welcome back to the Standing Room Only Podcast. This is episode 23. If you guys don't follow our uh, social media pages, it's SROnlyPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we haven't really posted too much recently uh, just because of everything going on and the weird setup we have, but we got to get back on that. Uh, that's always a place where you can reach out to us with questions or stuff you want to talk to us about with the podcast in general. If you want to follow my personal page, it's the Healy Six, H E A L Y, and then six at the end, and then you can follow Dustin. Yeah, you can follow me. I'm I Goose. That's with four O's again. As always, don't ask why. It is what it is. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter too. Technically, you can find me on Twitter. I don't post as much, or I'm not as not posting as much as Healy, but. Um, I do check in every once in a while, especially if there's good topics. Normally, if there's a lot of sports going on, I'll check in. Um, we have some sports news here and there. So I've been kind of seeming my way through the Twitter world recently, especially us being from Chicago. Um, but yeah, definitely go ahead and make sure you follow us personally. And then our actual Standing Room Only podcast, you can follow us Twitter, Instagram. Um, we've been more recently trying to stay interactive setting up polls with people um and then of course most importantly spotify and apple Podcasts as well so yeah another week in quarantine uh how have you held up this past week i've been okay uh this past week was unique special um i we pulled the trigger we got a uh a puppy He's very young. He cries a lot. Oh, um, no. I was on a work call at about 7.30, 8 a.m. Uh, I was uh, taking a call. And it was, you know, your typical, hey, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm good, minus the fact that my puppy is shitting right in front of me. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like one of those I didn't know how to react. And yeah. it was a coworker, so it wasn't a big deal, but it was just hilarious. He's, he's a big ball of joy, little French <laughs> bulldog. So it's everything I've – I mean, Healy, you know, you've been following me on social media for a while. Mm-hmm. That's all I've been posting for the past few years. Oh, yeah. Finally got one, so I'm super happy. This week was a good one. Um, staying busy. I mean, that's the most important, staying active. I know a lot of people being lazy is easy. So um, oh, yeah. how about you? How, how was this week for you? Well, you knew last week I walked 15 miles in a day. That was Jeez. a sick That was a sick thing. The gamer mentality in me, there was an achievement for getting 30,000 in a day. I really wanted it. Why? I don't know. It's an achievement. I wanted it. And uh, after that day, my legs were dead for like a few days, so... I got a little lazy. The weather hasn't been as good, so I haven't gone on like on a walk in a in a few days. I took the weekend off, and then today it wasn't great. Yesterday it was rainy too. Um, it's been cold the past few days. Yeah, almost like the wind is just a killer. Like I, yeah. I'm okay with the cold when the wind hits and it's hitting my face. I'm I'm going yeah. back inside. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to walk in that right now. It's supposed to be nice this weekend though, so that is cool. Yep. Uh, I have been just doing the the normal YouTube stuff. I've been playing MLB The Show a lot. I've played against uh, some major leaguers in the past few days. I saw that. Cool. I saw your post. That's awesome. Tell me about it. So as I said in last week's podcast, I think it was last week, I talked about how I'm in a league with multiple major leaguers, 
and uh, whoever makes a playoff makes some money. Uh, whoever wins it makes some money. I put out a whole video describing who's in the league and like what team they're on and like what how they've performed the past few years. But currently two and one in the league. Lost my first game against another content creator. He's really good. But I have played White Sox pitcher Carlos Rodon. And I've also played uh, closing pitcher Josh Hader. That video is going up right after we record this podcast. Pretty That's pretty decent awesome. game. But yeah, Josh Hader. He streams on Twitch as well. He plays MLB The Show. Super nice guy. Josh Hader with the hair? Yeah, the Brewers closer. Milwaukee the Brewers. lefty. Yeah, yeah. I saw him pitch. I went up to Milwaukee last season and saw him pitch a game. Yeah. No, yeah. That's two years ago against the Dodgers. That was pretty – that was just a spontaneous move. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty cool stadium, actually. It feels like you're in a movie. but um, Yeah, Miller Park's cool. Yeah, I love – yeah. And, and, I mean, I love Wisconsin in general. Um, Not a Brewers fan, but I'm a baseball fan. So, hey, you know, we should definitely take a trip up to anywhere at this point. Uh, if baseball ever comes back, right? Yeah. But um, that's pretty cool. Uh, Joey Gallo is in your league, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. So Joey Gallo, he is amazing in MLB The Show. His player in the game is amazing because he has so much power, and what for whatever reason his stance in the game is really good. Uh, stances have a really big impact in the game. Don't really know why, but certain ones have better. Uh, chances compared to others you have like a one-handed ending or like a two-handed ending and how long it is all that jazz but he's really good in the game a lot of people know it so i wanted to play a game against him i hit him up i'm like hey uh like do you want to play a game sometime soon you're in the league you need to play some games and he responded with i'm avoiding you and he put like a couple laughing emojis i'm like really (laughs) He knows. I tried. He wants to get his game up a little bit. I tried innocently going in, asking if he wants a game. This dude has probably watched me stream and not said anything, or he probably watched a few of my YouTube videos where I absolutely kick people's asses. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to play you right now. <laughs> See, I was wondering because so ESPN has a ticker. They mm-hmm. started a MLB started their own league with yeah. 30 teams 30 yeah. players and which i thought was awesome and i was like oh my god i th- for for a second i thought that was the league you're in yeah. so i started googling it and i see joey gallows undefeated he was like four and oh yeah and i was like oh man this guy gave healy the works but so it's a different league but yeah. still i'm surprised he's running from you and he's dominating the mlb right now yeah so that league right now it, it's actually starting in 26 minutes uh 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday, every single day of the week. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, you'll have guys be streaming games on Twitch. If you go to MLB.com slash Players League, it pops up, and it has links to everyone's Twitches. Uh, it has the standing so far and uh, previous results of, like, the night before and when, like, they're playing next. So every night they play 20 or they play four games each. They stream on Twitch. They play on an easy difficulty, though. So they're playing on veteran, which is one step up from the lowest difficulty. And then pitching is, like, the middle difficulty. So 
for guys who have never really played before, they aren't as much of a, they aren't at like a disadvantage and everyone has a chance in it due to the lower difficulty, but the excitement is great. Being able to go into different guys, streams, getting guys on Twitch and streaming. It's been fun. Joey Gallo. He has four home runs and four games with himself. And he's just dominated every team so far because uh, the Rangers in the game, they aren't great. They aren't rated high. But like I said, the stances of all these guys are just so good that he hits home runs with them. Like, so they're just slugging, slugging dingers all day. Yes. That's pretty That's pretty yeah. cool. They, uh, yeah, they, they there was a game that ended with a bunt. Yeah, well... Yeah, the three inning games. Amir Garrett, he suicide squeezed to get the lead. I don't think he was the home team. He was the away team. So he did okay, technically okay. win on a suicide squeeze, and that was that was pretty cool. Uh just because I won a tournament one time, suicide squeezing. That was great to see. But all these guys, you see the competitiveness in them. It's super cool to get some notable guys like Fernando Tatis, Juan Soto, Bo Bichette representing their teams and just being able to watch them stream on twitch it is funny though watching all this because mlb online right now for whatever reason they put out a patch and outfielders they can't seem to uh catch a ball in the outfield right now so if you watch if you watch these streams there's gonna be guys dropping the ball quite frequently until they put out a new patch but yeah, they put out a patch right before this league started, and it resulted in guys just taking it off the face instead of sticking up their gloves. So some of these games, they do change momentum because of it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be tough, especially if you have a pitcher in there going five, six strong innings, mm-hmm. pitching himself a gem, and then there you go. That's that's interesting. Oh, I yeah. uh, Hopefully they fix that. that. That sounds like a bad patch. Yeah, it needs, needs to come out in the next couple of days. But it's been awesome, like I said, watching these guys. And, like, I watched Ian Happ play as the Cubs yesterday, and it was great seeing the Cubs. They went 3-1. and one. That was nice. cool. Right now, as we're recording this, I have Lucas Giolito on one of my screens. So that that's awesome to just see him stream in general. But he's representing the White Sox. And, uh, yeah, he... He's one. I think he's two and two in the league so far. The White Sox aren't doing too bad. You have a decent guy representing them. They should so have we're had, winning uh, games somehow this year. Yeah. I like that. They should have had Carlos Rodon play, just because Rodon is a beast at MLB The Show. He's just yeah. picked it up, but the competitiveness in him. He's been playing every day and like playing on a higher difficulty. It was actually hilarious. I was talking. Lucas Giolito was streaming. Yeah, he had four games. You can't pick the same starter every single game. So he had to go through different guys. And I was in a call with Carlos Rodon. I was talking to him as this was going on. And Lucas hovered over Rodon for two games and then went to the next guy down. And Rodon's like, dude, why didn't you pick me? <laughs> no way. So it's just one player per team, right? Yeah. In this league. Yep, one player representing each team. And, yeah. <laughs> Rodon, he was so mad. <laughs> he's like, dude. That's hilarious. Because he's good at the game. He knows. I mean, I'd feel the same way. Yeah, and they, and they well, and they talk a little bit. So it, they're friends. 
it's just a little frustrating having Rodon watch you and then all of a sudden uh, decide to not pick you. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, who uh, have you talked to, Lucas Giolito? Yeah, Can I have, have a luxury. Yeah, I talked to him the other day. It was funny. As soon as I joined, uh, a couple people in it were like, "Oh, we have summoned him because he somehow saw my video." That I put out uh, talking about the league, and he was watching it. So he, that's awesome. So I think it's because Derek Holland retweeted it, and they probably follow each other. So he saw it on his timeline and decided to watch it. And it was funny. Last year, one of the only White Sox games I attended, Lucas Giolito allowed three home runs to Nelson Cruz himself. Ooh. And I, I think he allowed more home runs than that. But Nelson Cruz, three home runs in five innings. Lucas Giolito allowed seven runs. And I I was, like, joking. I'm like, oh, I guess I can't go to any games anymore because you allowed three home runs that game. And he told me, he's like, yeah, the, the Twins had a tip on me that night. And no like, way. Yeah. So he, he must have been tipping. He must have been tipping pitches or, like, doing something weird. He's like, look at my next start against them. And I look it up, and he threw a complete game shutout against the Twins. Yeah, I was going to say, he had very few games where he had a bad game like that, especially to give up three home runs to Nelson Cruz. Don't be yeah. wrong, Nelson Cruz isn't bad, but, like, Nelson Cruz is three home runs off the same pitcher, you know? Yeah. So that, that, was, that was great to talk to him. I'm hoping I could talk to, like, some other guys soon. Uh. I have to play Derek Holland. I've been jumping in streams, checking some guys out. And this whole thing has been, like, pretty cool. I've had Jeff McNeil, I think, watch my stream one time. He was playing Pete Alonzo. It's just been awesome seeing all these guys on Twitch. That's, that's pretty cool. That's the interact. gaming community right there just coming in. And, I mean, obviously, you've been attacking. You've been ahead of the game for so long. You've been creating content for MLB The Show for years now at least a couple years two three years and and look at that what do you know all of a sudden the world's starting mm-hmm. to end we're in quarantine and everybody starts gaming and espn yeah. is starting to turn into eats esports this is yep. this is your world we're living in healy <laughs> oh your yeah world. we're just living oh in yeah it. <laughs> it's finally happening but go. yeah I, i'm definitely going to check out some of the games tonight uh after this podcast goes live uh these games probably have already played uh, you have Joey Gallo playing, uh, Lance McCullers, Jeff McNeil, Bo Bichette, Amir Garrett. Uh, if you guys want to check out tomorrow, Hunter Pence streams quite a bit. He's fun to watch. Eco Goodrum representing the Tigers. He's pretty good. I think he's he's 3-1. and one, So he's pretty good at the game. You also have to use your normal team. So you have the guys using the worst teams like the Tigers and the Orioles. And they're winning games. Uh, Jesus Lazardo, Gavin Lux, uh, Fernando Tatis, Josh Hader, David Dahl, Ian Happ, Giolito, and uh, Brett Phillips all playing tomorrow night, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Like I said, MLB.com slash Players League, and you can find the schedule and all the links to everyone's Twitch channels. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, speaking of baseball um they've been talking considering i know we touched base last week as far as some changes to where they can play in arizona play in a remote area in the same area 
make sure everybody's tested. Um, you said that there's been some updates. I know I was kind of reading in on it too. Yeah, like I think they're just throwing out ideas at this point. I don't think they're actually going to have a season this year, but they are getting really creative with what they are planning on doing. So the other update that happened was you have the Florida teams playing Florida, and then you have the Arizona teams play in Arizona and do it that way, which I guess could, would be cool. If there's any baseball at all, I'll take it for what it is. I'm not going to be mad for what format they have. Also today, there's a new thing that they could be possibly playing in Japan. Don't know why, but maybe because it's a safer place and easier to play games over there compared to the U.S. I don't know. But yeah, there's a possibility they could play in Japan. The Japanese league would play during the day and then MLB would be playing at night for them. It'd be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. You're keeping all players together worldwide at that point. I mean, obviously in Japan, they have a huge, huge baseball league over there. Sometimes our MLB players go play over there. Yeah. Um, and we have players that come from that league as well. Uh, that'd be interesting to see. I mean, I wouldn't mind a temporary change for the season. Whatever they had to do to get some baseball going. But it's like, do these stats count towards career stats at that point? They would have they should, to, right? They would have to. Yeah, it's, it's a regular season. It's going to be insane. If there's any baseball at all, it's going to be insane just because this is the first time ever that there's going to be not like everything's thrown out the window. The divisions could change where their planes going to change. Like this didn't happen in the past where you just couldn't play at your home stadium and couldn't play regulation games and maybe even play in America. Like, if they play in Florida and Arizona, the division's changing. That's going to be one season in MLB history where you could have, like, the Yankees and Phillies in the same division. It's like a fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally – you might as well do a draft for this year. It would do be the draft. Everybody gets their contracts. It does no max, no salary cap. <laughs> yeah. This would be the season everyone talks about for the rest of time, and then Forever. everything just goes back to normal again gonna be weird it's if it happens it's weird to think about well you know there was that huge virus and i really don't know too much about it so forgive my ignorance but the uh the spanish flu in the 1918 um i don't know how far that got into uh the states but obviously baseball at that time was huge i mean baseball has been huge for well over 100 years i mean i was huge in the history of baseball but 1918 was the years, you know, that was like the Black Sox scandal was around that time. And Shoeless Joe Jackson, I think, might have been around that time. Mm -hmm. And Ty Cobb. So be interesting to see what, you know, this is, I mean, literally putting, this is in the history books for baseball, depending on what they do. I mean, me, just as a fan of sports competition, I want to see baseball. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Play wherever. It's going to be different for everybody. It's going to be an adjustment. But I know that these guys, I mean, despite the fact that some of them are divas and making so much money, at the end of the day, these are all ball players. They grew up playing baseball. They want to play baseball. They don't care where. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so. they'll take it at this point. So we'll just have to wait and see info on that. Like I said, I don't think the season will happen, but it we'll have not. to see. It, if it, it does not. at all, I'll take it. Take it for what it is. Yeah, that's that's. 
best case scenario, we get a league. So worst case scenario, we don't get baseball for a whole nother April, May of next year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That'd be rough, but that's just what happens. And it's... there's nothing you can control about it. Yeah, it's it's an unfortunate, um, but you know, at the end of the day, we just got to be thankful that we're healthy, right? Healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have technology. We can do stuff like this. You know, we still work. So I think that's the most important. And uh, it's pretty. You know, I I kind of applaud the MLB because a lot of the front staff and and I, I think the other leagues are going to fall in suit too. Uh, you know, the players are going to get paid. Mm -hmm. And. and then, uh... People that work at those stadiums and stuff too. People that yet yeah, all these players are donating money, players, organizations for for these people who I mean, that's what they do. You know, they work at the stadiums year round and you know, baseball's a it's a long season, it's a lot of paychecks. So that's that's kinda it's huge, you know, for everybody to rally together and to do that. Um, unity, right? That's the biggest thing. And then, you know, these front office executives are all taking pay cuts, so the players get paid. A lot of these players, I mean, some of these players are 18, 19 years old. Some are 35, almost 40 plus with families and families. Mm -hmm. And it's like they got I mean, it's it's cool how everybody's working together to make sure that everybody's taken care of. So, yeah, definitely. But So there's not really much to talk about as far as baseball. There's not much to talk about sports in general. Uh, NFL, we already touched base. Free agency's done. We touched base on that. One of the big things for myself and for Healy the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls. Bulls. They finally did it. They I'm finally air hugging you did right it. now. I'm air <laughs> hugging you right now. So do you feel me squeezing you? So the Bulls <laughs> finally pulled the trigger. And I don't know what took them so long to do it. But they finally did it. So they finally went ahead and fired Gar Foreman. They signed to the executive vice president of basketball operations, Arturis Karnasovis. I think so. He was, yeah, he was the uh, executive vice president, I believe, same position for the Denver Nuggets. Yep. Um, huge. They gave John Paxson. They promoted him. He's he got bumped up, which I think the reason being is. We had some good runs in the history, like 2010, like Derrick Rose, Butler, some good drafts. Yeah. Some teams that, I mean, if it wasn't for Dwayne Wade and LeBron teaming up with Bosch in Miami because that mm -hmm. team was so filthy, the Bulls could have easily, I would say, take away one championship or at yeah. least a finals run. Mm -hmm. So we, and I feel like they they looked at it, they dissected it, and were like, listen, Paxton is the guy, Foreman is not. And as fans, for us, on social media, on the All-Star game. The, I think the All-Star game kind of really kicked it up a notch because the fans were booing on live TV yeah. for Gar Foreman and John Paxson. They, I mean, we've been wanting to fire them, that our fans finally, when we got our moment, we shined. We did what we had to do. And I'm not saying it's because of the fans, because it's it's long overdue, but the, the Reinsdorfs, they kind of just let shit slide every year. And this guy, Arturis Karnasovis, mm -hmm. for one, he's been in the NBA. He's been he he's he's been in the uh, executive position with the Rockets. He's been in executive position with the Nuggets more recently. Uh, two decades of experience, to be exact. Um, 
with the Nuggets, one of the biggest things that I was looking at, the huge stat, he's had five consecutive seasons where they increased their winning percentage. That's huge. Huge. Yeah. He's built a you great team there. over there. Oh, man. We talked about it at the beginning of this season. We were like, what are some teams that could be not necessarily a surprise, but give the Lakers a run for their money? The Nuggets. Yeah. The Nuggets and the Clippers are the two teams. And why? They've drafted very well. They have a great starting lineup. This guy was the one that pulled the trigger on Nikola Jokic, who is incredible. One of the best centers we have in the league. This guy is almost a triple-double machine as a center. He's like 7-1. Yeah. But they saw that. They have great guards. We have such a good core that this is so perfect. As a Bulls fan, I'm so happy. And mm-hmm. I feel like not only right away is he going to start making moves, I'm really hoping that the offseason, this is going to draw in and attract so many big-name players. Yep. I just hope Otto Porter, he has the player option. I hope he either reconstructs his contract. The only way I see the Bulls really – if I'm the Bulls, I'm telling Otto Porter, look, we're going to make a run at the championship. You're making too much money. You're making scheduled to make $27 million in your final year. You don't perform. You don't really play. You're always hurt. Yeah. I think the biggest thing they can do, and it would work both ways, offer him more money over a longer term. So cut his pay from $26 million to maybe... 18 million a year or 20, but over four, four or five years, guarantee him longevity, guarantee him that money versus him eating us away right away. Cause there's going to be some good free agents. I mean, there's always a couple of big name players. Uh, Anthony Davis very well could be a free agent. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't see him leaving LA, but he very well could be a free agent. Yeah. Um, but I love where our team is. Uh, we have a great core young and for him to jump in, I don't know about you Healy, but I'm ecstatic. I know we're not may not have basketball this year, but I'm ecstatic. Yeah, I I am excited as well. Uh, finally, we're getting a guy who will be able to make the right moves. Like like we talked about, he made the Nuggets a great team, and they were like second or great. third in that conference. And Denver's not really a location where free agents like to go. Now he's coming to the Bulls, a place that has history it's chicago it's a big city big market for these guys to go to and a lot of guys didn't come to chicago because of their front office and how the bulls like uh did their thing but now with like new front office and stuff it might change how uh how things are run and how players view the organization i think the biggest thing is I don't I mean as a fan, I feel like I can speak for most fans. We were spoiled and blessed to have an era with Jordan and Pippen and Rodman, right? Six championships in the 90s to all of a sudden became the worst franchise in the early 2000s to mid and we had some great dude, we had some great players. We had Jamal, a young Jamal Crawford. Who was putting up numbers? Jay We've Williams. had an Elton, yeah. Oh man, Jay Williams, who unfortunately had the motorcycle accident. 
we've had a young Ron Artest who was incredible, even after he left the Bulls before he got into that huge brawl. You know, um, we've had Eddie Curry, Tyson Chandler. We've had some great players that we just let go. They're just gone. Um, you know, like I said, 20, we had a good run for a few years with the young Bulls team from like 07 to like 2012. And even after Rose came back from injury, we had a good run. Mm -hmm. But then we go and sign an old Dwayne Wade because I feel like it was a business move at that. I, and, Rondo. I don't know. and Rondo, which give me these guys three years prior. Let's do it. Let's mm -hmm. not forget LeBron and Wade. Chicago was our de the destination for them. They even admitted to themselves they thought they were going to Chicago at yep. one point. You imagine Derrick Rose with those two? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and that you, team in general, without Carlos Boozer, you sign those two guys. That oh, team, man. the depth that team had compared to the so Miami much. Heat was way better. Bench mob. Bench mob. Way better. We had Keith bogans we had joe noah with oh, dane defensively oh, that team was oh man great that there team was, would have been won more championships we would have easily won more championships I don't than think miami they did i don't think they would have lost their team i don't think built so so well it would yeah and derrick rose never would have gotten hurt but oh. let's go i'm gonna blame john gar i blame gar foreman <laughs> john pax i'm giving the slide i feel like they yeah. promoted him for a reason well, and they got him in like an advisor role. Technically, he's not doing what he was doing before. He doesn't have as much saying as. So. Exactly. We'll have to so, see who gets signed for him. Yeah, yeah. Which it could be. I mean, you never know. It could be someone great. I mean, mm -hmm. I think at this point that was the biggest move is signing Arturis and, you know, getting somebody from a winning tradition. Even though the Nuggets haven't won a championship, they're set for the next. I don't know how many years now yeah. because they have built such a great foundation and we have, we have nothing but young talent sponges, if you will, guys who will mm -hmm. listen guys who have sh shown out. I mean, Wendell Carter's had great games. Lori Markinen has great games. Kobe white, obviously in his rookie season has had some amazing games. You know, somebody that's 19 years old or however young he is. I'm excited. I'm super excited. We have a great core, and I, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I, you know, I guarantee the Bulls playoffs uh, run this year, and I can't say I lost the bet because we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we don't even know if there is going to be a playoff. We don't even know it's going to happen. So next year, for sure, um, I'm. This is the most excited I've been as a Bulls fan in a long time, probably since LeBron. And his free agency, uh, his first year after uh, Cleveland that summer, uh, was it 20, 2009, 2010, when he had his uh, announcement? Yeah. I thought for sure Chicago was going to make a move somewhere, and I thought that was it. But unfortunately, they just disappointed us over and over again. Uh, we had, we've had some good drafts. Obviously, we had Jimmy Butler. Yeah. We've had, you know, some great talent. But I think now this is more so looking – Looking to establish a foundation and, and pick uh, up the big guys in the free. Yeah. Don't be afraid to spend money. Don't spend money on Otto Porter. Don't get me wrong. He's talented, but not worth $25 million a year. No, ever, ever. 
I'd rather pay Bobby Portis a little bit less than that. <laughs> a little, a little bit, a little bit less. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we will Somebody see. Will actually play. We will see what happens. Hopefully, one of the first moves that happens is uh, Jim Boylan, no longer the coach. Jim Boy, oh yeah, he's the last already... one to go. Yeah, he's. I think that's the next big move for them before they start looking at uh, players. Their, you know, their scheme that they're gonna run. Um, Boyland, to me, is an ass clown. Uh, he's a jabroni. He's everything in the book. Um, he's probably a nice guy. I'm sure he's super nice. Probably is a gentleman. Whatever. I don't care. Um, he's 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 not that good of a coach. I mean, we we've we personally we went to a game this year against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Bulls should have won. They were down at one point, then they took a lead, and then they blew it. You know. And he's he's notorious for that. We don't have a fourth quarter, and I think he just is. A, I think it was the Raptors. A... Oh yeah, we did see the Raptors. Yeah, I went to the Hawks game last year. Mm-hmm. It was the Raptors because we saw um, Siakam and Kyle yeah. Lowry. Yeah, I went yep. to the Hawks last year. That was when I was talking to uh, Nikki Delmonico on Instagram about that game because he was at the same game. That was pretty cool too. <laughs> Anyways, um, I. Day whatever of quarantine, I got my years mixed up now, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we saw that the Bulls played very well against the Raptors that game, and Raptors aren't even they're playing extremely well without uh Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and you know they ended up blowing that game, and we talked about it going in the fourth quarter. We were like, "Does Boylan screw this game up?" And he did. He had he left like the wrong players on the court. Yeah, I don't even think Kobe White was in the game. It was just a, it was bad. It was a horrible fourth quarter. It was close, but definitely should have pulled away. And uh, Zach Levine just didn't show up the rest of the game. First quarter, I thought he was he was on pace for like eighty points, and then the rest of the game just put up six. Which shout out to Zach Levine. He proposed to his girlfriend uh, on Instagram or whatever it was. I saw that. Shout out um, to him for whatever reason, but. Yeah, um, NBA news. There's no more NBA news. As of right now, it's just coasting, and NBA draft will be coming up. Well, we don't know. Oh, that that's still going to be on time. Yeah, that's still a couple months away. NFL draft is in a week, just over a week. So I guess we'll talk a little bit about that next week, and talking about any other news probably talk about the mlb players league some more so like i said MLB yeah we can play- always touch base on that yeah mlb.com slash players league you can find the schedule all that if you want to check out the game check out your uh your team playing maybe we'll have that discussion i uh kind of teased throughout our uh podcast so far mm-hmm. the goat who's the goat <laughs> Yeah, we'll if see how it all plays out. If you guys don't know what I'm out. talking about, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, soon. Well, there's a, there's always a goat for every sport, right? There's mm, who versus who. Yeah. One and two. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have a goat for each sport coming up. We'll see. We'll see. Oh yeah. I already have. I have a. You already know where I stand on certain topics. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll discuss later on. We'll we'll have some polls. Oh yeah, I know where you stand on some. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have to me. see. But yeah, that's pretty so... much gonna do it for this week's episode of Standing Room Only. Like I said, you can find us at SR Only Pod on Twitter and Instagram. 
And you can follow myself at the Healy Six on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. Yep, and then you can find me. I'm iGoose four O's against. Don't ask why. Instagram. You can go ahead and add me on Twitter as well. Um, I post a lot of different stuff. I like a lot of different stuff. Sports primarily. Um, we are active, like he said. Follow the podcast. We are on uh, Spotify, Standing Room Only Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. Again, Standing Room Only Podcast, YouTube as well. Stay interactive. Give us a like, a subscribe, download, especially because that is how we can tell our that's, – that's our big number right there. How are we doing is based off download. So go ahead, like, subscribe, download. Show some love. We'll show some love back. And uh, let's stay interactive. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week.